and welcome to Toronto Ultra's Merc and Maven podcast. My name is Maven, and <laughs> I am a dumb fuck. Why is that, Maven? Joe, tell, tell your story today. It was, a, it was a rough travel day. It was a rough one. Well, first, before I get into the shit day that I had, uh, just how are you doing, Joe? Like, just, you doing good? You look good. Thanks, man. I'm doing all right. I, I went to bed early last night. I was responsible. I knew I had a, a 9 a.m. flight that turned to 11 a.m., 11 a.m. flight that turned to noon, a noon flight that tur- turned to 1, a 1 p.m. flight that turned to 2, and then I think on the runway, we sat there for about an hour. Uh, it was a really long day. Uh, it was a, a supposed to be an hour and a half flight, an easy day. It was It was not. But uh, yeah, what can so. you do? I, every now and then it happens, right? It's just, it feels like I, I've had a good stretch where I haven't had any of those days. So it, it was bound to happen. Yeah. Uh, so you're tired too. Yeah, I'm fried. Uh, so <laughs> here, here, here's, here's how my day went. So I actually, I left the venue mm-hmm. uh, basically when the final started so I could pack, watch the final in bed and, you know, fall asleep at a good hour because I had to be up at like 4.30. Um watched the whole final and could not fall asleep just didn't didn't fall asleep to about one so yeah i got about three three and a half hours of sleep then so your flight was at what six your your flight was uh, at six yeah it was like six um yeah so then you know i usually allot myself like honestly five to ten minutes to get from the gate to uh uh from sorry from security basically to the gate because i have pre-check and everything it's usually you know really yeah, really fast, fast. but there's quite a few people at lga so it took about 15 to 20 and I got there as it was boarding, so I didn't get to do my usual, like, you know, I just like to go get a bottle of water, maybe a little morning snack and get going. I uh, didn't get to uh-huh. go pee, pee or anything, so I was already pissed off. Then um, we get on the plane, uh, just a bunch of idiots. It just took forever to board because people are <laughs> stupid as shit when it comes to putting their bags in their their things. Like, they just put, put your bag there and turn it. It's not it's not rocket science. <laughs> so that, that took a while. For some people, it is rocket yeah. science. And then, I don't know who's experienced this, but we had, uh, the weather hadn't started yet, but they're like, the weather's about to come in. So basically, what held you up was just about to pass through. And, mm-hmm. you know, they said, uh, hopefully, it's only 15 to 20 minutes, and we're going to chill. But these people were, were psychopaths because... It, yes, I understand when the plane they like kind of turn the engine off or do do whatever, but the air mm-hmm. was basically barely coming out, and it was just like air from outside. It just was not cool. And I run hot, so I was worried that I was just being tortured. But I look over to the people next to me; they're just sweating, and I'm like, "It's hot, right?" And they're like, "Yeah, it's real hot. It's like 85 <laughs> on this plane for an hour, bro." And I'm just sitting there, just tired as shit, sweating everywhere. Oh, there's off. nothing worse. At least you weren't hungover. Like, could you oh, imagine oh. being hungover in that oh, yeah. moment? Dude, like, that, had... that is the one good thing I've gotten smarter with is drinking on Sunday nights. But dude, those are the worst of the when you're just sitting there. You're like, <sighs> oh, I, I think God. coming back from Cancun one year, it was a really hot plane and I was the most hungover person in the world. And I, <laughs> I thought about jumping out of the plane. I was just like, get me out of here. I'm, I'm done. I don't want to be here anymore. Like I'm, I, I, emergency exit, I'm hitting and I'm gone. I just this doesn't do end it. your story though. So continue. Yeah, No, no, continue. we're not even, we're not even, we're at 10% in. So okay. <laughs> then, um, Joe, I, I, all right. So the, the, the rest of the flight's fine. Yeah. They get us there. Uh, we, we land at DFW. Um, and I, 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 I never got water, and I never got my water before the flight. I was so thirsty. I was so thirsty. I felt like I was in the Sahara Desert. So I go to a 7-Eleven to get a nice, you know, Fiji water or something. And Joe texts me, like, hey, I started working on the script because my flight's delayed. Like, could you look at it, maybe get it over to them? And I was like, all I'm thinking is I need to get home and take a nap. So I'm doing this right now. <laughs> so I pull up my phone. I'm copy and pasting it. I'm sending this script over to the Ultra team in an email. And I buy my water at the same time. Cool, got my water. I'm hydrated. I use the restroom. I'm feeling good. I'm back. I get out to my Uber. 
I go to the trunk to throw my suitcase in. I'm like, where the fuck's my suitcase? I, I was where, like, where's your suitcase? I was just like, where's my suitcase? And I'm like, I left my suitcase at, at goddamn 7-Eleven. My suitcase in the airport. is you sitting in line at 7-Eleven holding the spot for, for, for no one. And so, I, you know, the big doors that say, like, no entry past this point. Like, yeah. you, you can't, like, legally, whatever the rules are, you, you can't, can't go back that then. point. Yeah, so no, I'm, I'm, banging on, I'm banging on the door, banging <laughs> on it. This lady was like, what? And I'm like, listen, my suitcase is right there at the 7-Eleven. <laughs> And I get it. She goes, absolutely not. And I'm like, can you get it? No. And I'm like, sick. She says, talk to the talk to the, the ticketing area. So I go over to the ticketing area. I'm like, hello, my suitcase is a 7-Eleven. And they're like, what? I'm like, it's there. Uh, what do I do? Can you get a security guard to take me? Can you guys go get it? Like, what, what can we do here? And they're like, you just have to wait for lost and found. I'm like, fuck. Because I had to wait for lost and found once before. And it took like a week. Like, it's not like this quick process. So... I'm, I'm like just imagining right. this lady at the desk in your life. You come up and she's like, all right, what can I do for you, sir? And you're just like, I love my bag at 7-Eleven. Like, yeah. that's it. That's yeah. all you start with. Yeah, that's basically how it went. So then I'm like, all right. All that was in there was like dirty clothes. Uh, the most important thing there was a lot of was like boxer briefs and socks and stuff, right? Like you bring quite a bit for a week. So I just get an Uber. I get in the Uber. I, I literally, I think I spent $600 instantly just ordering a bunch of socks, boxer briefs, and a new suitcase. I was like, fuck that thing. That suitcase is gone. <laughs> I, I go 40 minutes all the way back. I'm sorry I'm swearing so much. It was a very annoying day. You're and, loud. And, 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 We're I'm, not I'm on sorry. a broadcast. You're yeah. okay. So, 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 so I get home. Copper's so excited to see me. It's amazing. Copper's running around like, you know, it's the best. You get back to your dog. I, I'm happy. Then uh, Robert Taylor, our guy from Activision, uh, I think he works in like influencer uh, relations now. Like he works with all the Warzone streamers and stuff. He just texts me a photo randomly with my suitcase. And I'm like, oh, what? He's just standing there with my suitcase. So he saw my tweets and he just went to the 7-Eleven and grabbed it. And I'm like, oh, uh, you're amazing. But crap so now i get back in my car i drive 40 minutes to the airport i park i mm. go in i talk to people show my id get it i come back and so that adds like almost two hours yeah, on wait, my so how, did you, how did you get it so what did uh, he, he do? left did it with he... that he left it with like the baggage claim american people um so shot. did he leave and then go back through security uh might have Maybe he might have. I mean, it, 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 well, DFW take honestly it takes like a minute, like at most of the gates. But I'm guessing. Oh yeah, because because baggage claims like right outside or, those doors. Or, or right? he just propped the door and said, "Hey," and told him the scenario. I'm not I'm not really sure, but Robert yeah, Taylor, yeah. an angel, he said to tell that at his funeral. But I, he's gonna outlive mm -hmm. me, so let's just get it out there now. So I get my bag. Um, then I you know drive the 40 minutes back home. I get home. I'm finally like, oh my god, I need a nap. But Copper's still like so excited. I'm home that he's like in cat's room while she's working and he's just scratching at the door it's all i can hear so i'm like all right i gotta bring this guy in with me or he's never gonna chill so i bring copper in with me i'm trying to take like a three-hour nap and then we get ready for the podcast and I, I, he just missed me so much i guess i'm falling asleep and i sleep with my mouth i'm like a mouth breather i'm disgusting i'm like sleeping i'm like and copper would just put his, he was licking in my mouth and waking me up he was walking up going and just licking my mouth and it just woke me up over and over again. I didn't sleep at all. So this three-hour nap I had planned was just my dog licking the inside of my mouth. So to regain, I ordered $50 worth of Taco Bell. I ate right. three uh, uh, beefy bean burritos. I had three crunchy hard tacos, some chips, and a Diet Coke. Pepsi, maybe. And here I am.
Can we talk about that? You, your regain is fifty dollars worth of Taco Bell. <laughs> that's I got some for cat too, but yeah, I sort of I ordered a lot of Taco Bell. And, is and that what very, you always say? Yeah, I got listen, some stuff for cat. Listen, that was the one. That was the one treat. Yes, it is. The one thing they did it right. Those assholes. They sometimes they either forget the little fire packet sauces that I want, or they forget the drinks. They always like mm. do. They got everything. So that was the one good thing that happened to me today. DoorDash and Taco Bell got my order right. Nice. Well, that, yeah, I mean, that was quite a story. So, you yeah, and I, we've, we had some adventures. It was a rough travel day. It was just a rough one. Yeah, I'm, I'm Especially fried. Especially for you. I'm fried, I, and we're going to have fun. I just could imagine you getting out to your Uber, like, <laughs> looking around, like, huh. <laughs> I wonder where I left my, my suitcase at. Yeah, well, I've only on. ever I've only ever had an issue once before, and it's because uh, I have I have pre-checks, you know, to take out like your iPad and stuff, and mm-hmm. I had to go through a gate, or I went through a gate that didn't have pre-check, and I had to take out my iPad, my Switch, and stuff, and I just continued on without those items. I just left without my iPad, my Switch, and almost I got to the hotel. I went to get my Switch out. And I'm like, oh, uh, <laughs> thankfully, thankfully, I got all that stuff back via lost and found. So I was aware of the process via lost and found. Well, that's good. Yeah. proud of you but you've made it you're here now we're here we're here for uh episode two so thanks for tuning in to our Hello. live viewers uh to our you know on-demand podcast listeners hope you enjoyed episode one we uh greatly appreciate it you could be maybe driving maybe driving naked we're not right. <laughs> i don't know i don't know maybe i'm gonna be in rare form today joe so good luck uh just trying to think yeah i mean today we're just gonna pretty much talk about uh the major um we don't want to touch on champs too much because we're gonna have a, a pre-champs episode similar to a pre pre-major four episode so we'll like maybe glide over some things but really the focus is going to be on the last four or five days yeah um before we get into that though, i do have another like travel quote do you have like a like you know a go-to like you know, we travel a good amount, or we used to. We don't that much anymore. You have, like, a routine? Like, what is, like, one of your go... Like, I don't know. Do you have a snack that you, like, is a go-to? Yeah. <laughs> Usually, yeah. you're, like, a burger at, like, 6 in the morning guy, aren't you? A burrito burger. Uh, sometimes, yes. But usually, <laughs> I'd say my my, my, my my go-to rhythm is just... Uh, I just, like, you never check a bag. You never check a bag. Ever. So I'm just, like, I get there, yeah. I'm in... I, I I basically like to go just try to try to tinkle because I hate to have to get up the pee on the plane. It pisses me off. So I try to go to the bathroom. I wash my hands. I then like to buy a nice bottle of water. And then I usually get either um, those like Welch's gummy ones, like the ones that were always at the MLG office. Like I get the big bag. Okay. Uh, I like those mm-hmm. or the uh, like a Chex Mix type thing. One or the other. I, it depends what kind of mood. It, it's like, am I in a crunchy or a, or a gummy type mood? You those know, are your go to's. Yeah crunchy crunchy and salty or or gummy and sweet yeah uh, yeah yeah what about, I'm a, what about you dude what about I'm a, you i'm a big i'm a big water candy guy on, on planes i don't i don't usually like buy candy but for some reason when i'm on the plane like that is just like excuse to be fat it, i feel you yeah yeah no it's just like a freedom thing and i love the uh the airhead bites you ever see those the airhead bites yeah, yeah. or mike and ice yeah those are like my go-to on the plane okay. i love it i love those are my go-to uh, I think the only other thing is like having a book. 
I basically always like having a book to listen to. Like I'm on the third Doom book right now. So you so do you listen to listen and then sleep? You're not like a movie or a show. Book and sleep. No, because apparently most of the American Airlines planes that I've been on lately are from the 1940s. Um, so I haven't had uh, the option of a movie the last couple flights. Um, wait, wait, you don't know? All you have to do is connect to the Wi-Fi. It's free. Oh, you mean like watching on your phone? Uh, or well, you or have iPad? like an iPad. It's the same. Yeah. They have like they have like the the Just, digital entertainment system built into it. You describe far too much effort that I'm willing to put in. And any time that I've tried to do that, it is like the slowest process it's like you're on dial-up wi-fi like just trying to load it's just horribly slow it just pisses me off so i just listen to a book and then i fall asleep okay what is it you you fly delta right is it like fast you getting on that like in-flight side because it's horrible with america yeah it's just i never really have issues for it i'm a huge though movie and series guy like i i did uh these two uh flights uh the boys new season so i got that done but i i'm pretty much like this is how intense i am about this like if i don't start watching and wasting content and st- until we start moving or flying <laughs> like if we're on the plane i'm either on my phone or i'm listening to a podcast or something but the content my entertainment i don't start it until i know i'm going does that make sense i think i'm the same way when i do if there's like the screen on the back of the chair yeah. and i watch like that i don't think i usually start to be a rolling you never know. Some people like, are like uh, right away, dude. Because you never uh, know. You never know if you're going to yeah, sit there yeah. for hours. Exactly. A lightning bolt hit Missouri, so we've got a four-hour delay. I, I don't know what's going to come up. So it hit who? I, uh, M- Missouri. M- Missouri. <laughs> I was. I was like, what? Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. I, I don't even know a single person that, that lives there or has ever lived there. <laughs> that was such a random state. Yeah, I, I don't know either. I, I I don't know if anyone does. It's just like all the people that say they're from like north and south dakota like i just don't believe you i don't believe it at all those all places, right, let's those talk, places let's are real talk call of duty let's let's talk call oh, of duty league is that why um, we're here yeah i mean sometimes sometimes not well, I sometimes mean, we uh, are. listen before we even like dive too deep into the event there's just one big picture thing that mm-hmm. I, I i kind of enjoyed seeing now listen there there are people that uh, a aren't familiar with kind of regular North American sports season in the playoff. Like, like let's say you're uh, maybe European. Uh, you're used to like an EPL or something. There are a lot of different formats for sports, right? Um, whereas mm-hmm. in North America, we just kind of that's just what it is, right? So regular season, you narrow down to some teams that go to playoffs. That's just what it is. Um, there was a lot of, I think, blowback over the years. Um, I, I mean, there there are people that wanted more land events, wanted different things. But one thing was just, you know, I saw it so much. Just like every team should be a champs. Every every team should be a chance. I mean, that thought is dog shit. And why it is dog shit is because of moments like this. Like there, there is nothing better. Like if you don't follow like American sports or something like that, that run to make a playoff is just godlike. And I think you really got to see it with NYSL this weekend. And I saw so many tweets or like Reddit posts that were like, sort of like, oh, I get it now. Mm. And I just was like, yeah, that, that, well, th- that I think is a why. lot of it is relation to just people want the old format back for champs, like the 32 teams with the AMs, I mean, that's, which that's I understand. Whole, I said, that's a whole different, that's a whole different piece. But, but I, I, I think you, you and I, it. you and I talked about that last episode where this is kind of play champs is kind of playoffs now. Yeah. Right. I think that's yeah. really the big difference. Like, I, I think we would both love a CDL. I don't know, like a CDL playoffs with the top eight teams and then a champs with 32 or however many 
Egan, to- Egan May. To- totally agree, but I do think mm-hmm. there were there were some people that were maybe maybe I'm exaggerating. It's not as many as I think it was, but I think there were quite a few people that were just not maybe North American sports fans that were very anti like eliminating teams via via the league. And like to me, it just I don't know. I, I think I think some people's eyes were opened with this moment because it it was well, I mean it was really it. good. This was everything lined up. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, know if yeah. this is ever going to happen. It was a New York event. New York had to make it. New York had the bracket. Oh, oh, this is like the perfect version of it. But Correct. I think, I think in general, just that playoff run it is incredible. But this was like the real, wow, so that can happen. Because it was yeah. spectacular. I'm still, uh, listen, I'm still like a, there's way too many points given online. So that's my argument. And I'm yeah. going to stick with that argument. Bunch of uh, bunch yeah. of different talking points. Yes, no, no, no doubt there. There, there are other issues, but I think for those not familiar with why it can be cool, sort of yeah. got, got got to see that because it was very awesome. It was. Uh, so let's jump into New York. Um, I think just first things first, probably like the venue, uh, the crowd, the atmosphere. Uh, listen, I, I think it was what twenty. What was what was Black Ops Four twenty nineteen. Uh, you can kind of see it there in that picture uh, to everyone tuning into the stream or if you're watching the video. Uh, we're on like a balcony where like if you were, I don't know, where the rich people sit or the royalty back in the day um, and then just overlooking uh, the stage and the crowd. It, it was amazing. Even just that interaction, like people just yelling at us during commercial breaks. This sort of format, though, uh, or this venue size, I think has been perfect for COD for a very long time since we had the hard rock for 2019 Vegas. Yeah. Uh, even like I get champs. We want the arena and you know, other games are like CS and Lee. We're just not on that level. I mean, I'll just be on, we aren't on that level. Um, maybe in some places, maybe if the marketing and the buildup is there for long enough, it, it? it's just, it's just a, a venue thing for me. I, I think it's great for COD and it's very, if we're going to have one, one stream, one match at a time, this is like very like a, intimate setting yeah that makes sense like players and fans are literally talking trash to one another oh there there was like there was a fuck you some player chant like going on every series it was incredible i was in i loved it yeah i was a fan i don't know if it's just because i've been listening to that jj reddick podcast a bit more now and just hearing Mm. about some of the stuff that was chanted at them that was so much further over the line that i'm like i'm with it honestly i that as long as you're not getting into like sexuality or race or something and it's just like a, a whatever fuck you whoever I, i'm okay i'm personally okay with it have fun but it reminds me of i know it's not one-to-one but like when you know uh like the mls was trying to grow here and they they would have it at like a college stadium or a pro stadium and you know they they'd have twenty thousand people there let's say but it was a stadium that filled sixty thousand, and it would just look so empty and then they started to make a lot of like MLS stadiums around the country. And suddenly like just that alone made the MLS look lit. Like I, I know yeah. you, you, you have your memes and whatever you want about the MLS, but like you see a packed stadium because they made them more around. What are they like 18 to 25,000 pro- probably somewhere in that yeah. ballpark. <clears throat> I was um, just at the new, the new stadium here, which is amazing. So yeah, yeah. no, it, it's great. It's just like, there's something about it just being like, a packed house in that energy and it's like the same type of thing for me like do do i want to be able to like the cs event was going on um yeah. this weekend and do, do i want a stadium full of people 100 oh, of course of yes, course we of would course. love that but but if that's not going to be the case like i just think the the theater everything about it like just the the camera shots that you would see um it's it's literally i mean it feels like a stadium is built more for the competition even though obviously they're 
a lot of things that I'm sure are set for broadcast. A theater is like just made for that, like literally just made for that, like just acoustically, like everything was so good. It sounded great. It looked great. Um, and where we were, uh, yeah, I had so much fun with the crowd. Like they were yelling stuff to us constantly. I was having a blast. I got asked to do well, things we didn't put with in my Toronto nipples. Too. And... Yeah, but yeah, I, certainly. I think a big thing here is like, uh, you know, with the cheering, listen, you know, a couple of years ago, besides in London, if Optic was on, there was cheering. If Optic wasn't on, there really wasn't much. I'll just be honest. Well, say what um, you want about the, the franchise thing. <clears throat> there have been you know, some it's, boxes. It's 100% hell. Yeah, it helped at Minnesota. <laughs> but what I was going to say is I feel like when you have a, a good event with a good energy and a good crowd, like Toronto did, and I don't think it was portrayed on the broadcast that well. I wasn't sure what the crowd mice were picking up. But like, I think I got feel better like after you, like day one. I'm pretty sure it got a lot better. Okay. But. When you're going from like a good event to a good event, other people are like, I want to go there and I want to do that. Like, I feel like, you know, it, it's like typical Americans. Like, oh, I'm embarrassed to chant and do this and that. Like, I don't want to cheer for the team that isn't the favorite. And a lot of that has grown to love the sport and, and really just appreciate what's going on on the stage. It's obviously not as crazy as when Optics on stage or when New York is on stage. But if there's a crazy play or, or the energy is going off, Everyone else is picking up on it. Um, and I just don't think we used to have that. So this year for events has been fantastic in terms of the crowds, for sure. No, it's been it's been amazing. It, that's that's part of it. I just haven't really for years. I have really cared what I casted just sort of going to go in and have fun. But it's even easier when, you know, there, there were times that we touched on a little bit last episode, but times you really just look forward to optic because you knew the crowd would be there. Now, yeah. I don't care. Like, I know the crowd's going to be there. Like for, for mm -hmm. some for some team, for some moment, like they're going to get behind it. And that's a, that's a really cool feeling as a commentator. Um, but one other thing that was kind of cool, I, I, I don't know how to get into like the, too deep of it on the tech side, but if people remember, I, I know we were pissed. Um, it was last. It was last oh, year, yeah. and due to due to COVID, um, the former production team, like basically, they were like, "We have to do the production from LA. We won't be at the, live at the events. That means the talent have to cast from home as well." So, like Joe and I are casting that crazy Minnesota Ultra Final <laughs> from our goddamn basements. It's yeah. like one of the craziest finals ever. It's just not the same at all. It was. It was a very fun final, but it was horrible for us, like to not be yep. there with the crowd and everything. And this one, I'm not sure budget, whatever, whatever the issue. I'm sure it's a financial thing. It usually is, but like it was. So the esports engine team was mostly operating the entire broadcast out of Columbus. Yeah, uh, it was remote for the production team. Remote for the production team. There was remote Which people. Is why in there was LA. The sound issues the first day and yes. like some of the early parts of the days. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, but they got it fixed. I mean, they're honestly, I usually know something's wrong because I get a million tweets. Like, it was like early that day, they yeah. had some stuff to hammer out and they got pretty solid. There, there were some sync issues from time to time, but overall, I, I don't think it ruined the experience at all. But there were like people remote in LA, um, some people on site. Uh, it was it was kind of insane. It was the first time we've done it like that. Um, so I just thought it was cool they pulled it off like that. Not that I don't have any lack of faith in uh, the esports engine team. I mean, they... I trust those people in my lives, but with my lives, like I'm, I'm, I'm like, yeah, multiple cat. lives. Yeah. Uh -huh. With my, with my life. But, uh, it was just kind of cool. Cause I was a little bit worried at first. I was like, we're doing what, why, why? But. Well, and that brings up another point, which I, I saw, you know, you guys were talking about on Twitter, uh, is like, obviously in New York, it is expensive. Um, brings up union cities. I could touch on that with my work at MLG. 
Yeah, yeah I would assume it's budget. Um, just having more and more people there. But the the fact is, is like, yeah. I mean, I hope we have more majors. I just know that that probably costed a pretty penny, a very oh. pretty penny. I was surprised um, when I you, heard we were having one in the city. And, Honestly, and usually, you you have the unions, and like what that means is basically like even if you have your own production team, you also have to pay a union. And like if you have a cameraman, you have to have another their cameraman sit next to your cameraman. Like crazy stuff like that. If you want wiring laid down, you just had to show the union team where they are. Like in that, I, I don't even want to know what that does to the cost. Um, but hopefully we have more events in New York. Again, we, we touched on it last episode. Just being on the East Coast for the first time was was awesome. Oh, I think uh, there was somebody energy. like someone put a foot on the stage uh, on a certain day. Like there was there was a fine that was a ton of money. There was a bunch of weird stuff, and that's just yeah, it's just part of it. But <laughs> mm-hmm. God, I'm not dealing with that. <laughs> uh, is there anything else just related to the to the the venue and the event? I don't I don't think so. No, I mean, we got a lot to talk about. I'm sure we'll have other stuff that'll pop up, but just to yeah. kind of re- rehash what we're going to go through, we're kind of just going to touch on each team, uh, how they looked. Again, not going to be diving into champs because we do have an episode before that. So uh, we'll wait to really get into the champs talk. Um, I'm sure we'll briefly touch on yeah some stuff related to it, but uh, is there any place you want to start with the team? I mean, it kind of makes sense. Thieves or NYSL, you want to start with Thieves? They want it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think we start with Thieves. <laughs> I, I mean... um. I think it's been a tough year for them. I think it's yeah. been a tough year for a, a lot of teams. That what six different events? Wait, wait. Had, what did I say? Six different what, winners. What did I say What'd last say? week? I don't what remember. The, you asked me the most disappointing team of the season. What did I say? Oh uh, yeah, thieves. Yeah, that kind of flips. <laughs> yeah, a little different now. And, you know, this has to be tough too because I think when you look at it last year, thieves getting into the CDL, we know Matt. Matt wants to win. And you obviously saw that with with the roster changes and this and that. I don't think Matt realized, like, back in the day in COD, even in just a couple of years ago, I mean, obviously you have, like, honeymoon periods, but it was, like, roster change, you could win. Roster change, you could win. And the league is too talented. It's too structured. The systems have to be built. It's just not that simple. It's not that simple anymore. And, and you know, I think this was probably tough for them to not have the best placings throughout the year, to stick it out. They brought Shane on to, you know, have a little extra help, a little boost, you know, caps a, a certain coach that probably does one things. Shane's probably more of a morale guy, um, you know, just like what they want to do. But I think it just took a lot for them. But the sort of bet, the gamble paid off to stick with this roster. Because, you know, at, at, you know, after major three or heck, probably major two where the pro-am, like, they're like, should we pull the trigger? Should we try something different? Um, but they didn't. They stuck with it. Now in two weeks, you're a champs and you just won an event. So you gotta be feeling good. Yeah, you have to be. I think a big part of it, you know, we've we've always been huge Kenny guys. Um, I think the one thing we've always said about him uh, in the past is like he's one of those POVs. There's a few in the league where you're watching it, and you you know it's him. And even like the YY stuff aside, <laughs> like he's just a he's just a special POV. He's he, he's not you know shots he has for how he glides around the map. You know, Kenny is just a guy. I, I don't even know the YY is part of it. Don't get me wrong, but the guy he's just cracked, man. When he is locked in, it is spectacular to watch. And you know, he took. I think a lot of the guys took flack at different points, but I think Kenny was probably the central part of it. And you know, because um, he was such a good sub back in Call of Duty World War II, uh, 
And then I think what I remember him saying was just sort of a, he never really wanted to play sub. He just kind of wanted to play AR. Um, the sub and then he had the style. Black Ops 4, which is they had three, you know, you had the three weapons. Yeah. And, and I just think he just kind of preferred to run AR, which I'm sure a lot of players do. Uh, it's probably a little easier mm-hmm. on your hands. And <laughs> I mean, listen, dude, he was a really good AR last year, too. I yeah, know they yeah. weren't a good team. He was really, really good. But even he tweeted, he's like, why the hell have I been running yeah, a sub? Or why, why have I been running an AR? That's kind of what I was going to get to. Like, he just, it took a while for him to kind of get back to that, that place on that form. And I'm sure it was more to do with the entire team, maybe than just him individually. But he got back to where he just at times was spitting on people. Like, just, it is hard to like 180 someone in this game because of time to kill. He had some plays where you're just like, ah, it's just. Yeah, all right there's kenny he's back and yeah you know it took some time i mean you know yeah. a lot of this game is just learning timings i mean he ran the first i don't know four or five months with an ar had to pull out a you know pull out a sub when they were making a decision on what to do with the squad like, it just takes a little bit more time more time than probably the thieves fans wanted to more time than they wanted to but he finally got, got comfortable with it um i will i will say though sticking on the thieves in in their play style they are the one team that runs three to four autos a lot. Like, uh, and I like it uh, because you have uh, Kenny, you have even Envoy, P4, P5, Berlin, which was Berlin. I, I was joking with Matt or Nate, like they should move the headquarters there because they yeah. were <laughs> unbelievable. They were literally yeah. unbelievable uh, on Berlin. Whatever mode, uh, right? Just... Whatever mode. Oh, uh, you know, that that's going to be a big point for teams playing them at champs in terms of vetoes, but it's like, do you play them on Javutu, which is another AR map? So, they were three and one on Hardpoint, three and one in search, and three and zero in control on Berlin. So they were nine and two overall on that map throughout the throughout the week, which is insane. But I I just think that's a part of it, and I wouldn't be surprised going to champs if other teams start to do that because the auto seems to be really good on land. It got the little five extra bullets, so you have the thirty bullets now uh, from update a couple of months ago, and I don't know. It just feels like. Well, I mean, all four of those players were positive. They were all doing whatever the heck they wanted to. It was very freestyle when you kind of watch it. Do you, do you think, okay, so I, I think what really stood out for us with them was um, it, you could tell, like, it just comms, vibes, trust, whatever it was, very on point. Like, they were playing together mm-hmm. very, very well. And, you know, we, we've sort of talked about the fact that at times in this game doesn't make sense. That's what you really need to do. It's like the one thing you can control, right? It's like just play together. But do you i don't i don't want to sound too stupid you'll probably correct me if i'm wrong but like berlin seems like the map that you can most make play like normal cod i know it's not i know you'll get insane spawns but like mm-hmm. you can manipulate it maybe the most without something freakish happening sometimes i i don't know i just feel like a couple of the hard points you can actually spawn people out a little bit more typically um i think i think so I mean, I guess I kind of see it that way. I, I could be way off base, but that that's kind of how I feel. No, it's, it's very much the rotations are a little bit longer, right? It, you know, it, you end up P5 to P1, you can have them spawning across the map. Uh, you know, even for P3, going from P2, they can spawn on the opposite side. Yes, it is probably the most traditional hardpoint closest we map. have. Yeah, so I, I wonder if maybe a, a just... little bit of Tuscan here and there, but those spawns yeah. on Tuscan are just so fast. Uh, because that's what Bo-Kaj I was wondering. That's why they're... times, but Bokaj is just him. Yeah, Bokaj. I mean, I, I mean, at times yeah, when you're like slaying exceptionally well. But yes, Berlin is that traditional style map. 
Close where I'd be if you, if you have a like a, a system, that's probably it. And it's sort of like, I don't know. I mean, it's not exactly a three-lane map with all the verticality and spots, but it kind of is in a way. Like, I guess it, when I look at it, it just feels like an old-school COD map sometimes. And yeah, I, I, even I just when I play ranked and stuff, it's probably my favorite map in yeah, this Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's just what I'm kind of getting to. Like, they just, they, they, they kind of like it. They, they feel like they can mm. play how they want to play on it, and maybe that's why they were so dominant. Not not to say that people sort of veto that and they can't still be great, but um, I think a lot of why we thought this team would see a lot of success is because they, you know, these players have in, like, old, older school-type titles. Um, but I was just happy for them because I know, like, yeah, you know, Muddog might not admit it, the players might not, but they're scared of Matt. I mean, they, he's crazy. And he, <laughs> he, I don't know if he spanks them or well, what especially happens. As a, especially as the last year. I mean, it's just like, well, it's, a, it's a pressure thing. I mean, Nade wants championships. He wants titles. I get it. Um, well, well, that's sort of what I'm wondering. Is this like kind of the monkey off the back? Like now, now that you've gotten that win, mm-hmm. sort of wondering what this does to like that team in this organization if like, it's sort of the sky's the limit now. Now it's what we expect with those four guys. We'll see. Well, I mean, it's it's at the right time. There's the this sort yeah, of. I mean, yeah. in, in you and I leave in two weeks from tomorrow, I think for champs or whatever. Like, uh, we're pretty much three or two and a half weeks out. Um, I think for them, they probably want to button some things up. I, I think if you look at the NYSL match, I mean, even the hard points. It, they were like in the lead. I, I feel like their their respawns are really really strong. If there was something to to focus on, you saw it in the final. Uh, right, vetoes are gonna get weird around champs time. These teams have known each other all year long. Now teams playing thieves are gonna be thinking, do we play them on Berlin? If you don't, you're gonna play them on Gav. But do you take that risk, right? But the yeah. thing for thieves is gonna be when you get to that. If you get to a final again in that best of nine, they lost both Bokajes. So. There is like, you know, you, you highlight that. This is where your map pool really gets tested at the end of the year because you, you know matchups so well. Uh, and, and if you do get to that best of nine, you don't want to weaken. They lost both of them. They lost both in the final to, to NYSL. Obviously, they still win 5-3. But if, if they're better at a Bokaj, and obviously the, the Envoy uh, ladder glitch doesn't help when it's 4-5. to five. Maybe he gets a two piece and we go around I, 11. But. You know, I, I, I don't, we didn't get too deep into that. Just it was a shitty scenario for a thing that's like, I mean, all the gameplay we've had this year, it, it hasn't really popped up much. But yeah, he yeah, literally tried to. He's high fiving Paul, dude. He's yeah, high fiving yeah, Paul. Trying to force push him. I, I, I don't know. I don't I know, dude. He was like, a Jedi. That it's, shit can't happen, man. No, no, no. Uh, I, just, I agree. I was just like, oh, Lord God, man. Like, it hasn't happened often, but this is why you see players melee before jumping onto ladders. Uh, well, it's I mean, funny because I said, I, you know, I, I forgot. I remember like Gunless or someone tweeting that out ages ago, and I, I, I just sort of forgot. Get your right eyebrow, can you get your right eyebrow? I got you. You got a little. You oh, see? a little messed up. See what I see? What I got you. I got I you. Good? You're good. Nice. Oh, thank yep. you. Thank you. Um, Anything for you? So I knew it was like a thing, but then yeah, I, I, I saw people meleeing ladders constantly. I don't remember seeing that like consist as consistently as I did. And I was wondering like the whole time. It's probably because of that. And then that happened, and I was like, oh. Um, but, you know, with, with that said, I think one of the key things is, like, that, that's one of those moments where, you know, it's not quite the same as, like, uh, maybe when Dashie, like, fell in the water. And, you know, you just felt like the team kind of folded after that. They dealt with that. They lost the map. They responded 1-2 and ended it. Like, I, I thought 
that that was a very easy moment for some, maybe an individual to get a little shook or excuses start to get out from the team to get pissed off. Honestly, yes. that that's yeah. really it to get, yeah. to get pissed off. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I would have been absolutely heated. Yeah, I know. No, and you can turn that pissed off moment into the right type of energy where you come out and you win the series, or it could have gone a very different direction, right? Where where you just have that as an excuse in your head, you lose the series, and you're pinpointing that, and everyone's raging about it. But now it won't be as talked about just because they came out and hammered it, won it. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, just, that, that gap control after was probably the most important map uh, of that series. Uh, they they win three straight after after that. And it yeah. starts with that gap control, just winning that offensive round. That's kind of sealed the deal. I felt like the momentum shifted at that moment. And then you got to your Berlin search destroy. Then you went to Tuscan Hardpoint. And Tuscan was great for New York. Um, and they won it the first time through. But that's when you just had Kismet just literally fry. And you just can't always rely on that. You can't always rely on that. Well, I think I think that a, a player like a player like Kismet or a BZ, just in the role they play, um, where they are just going to fly and chow and just put so much pressure. I think when any type of player is on, it's just gonna be hard for any team. It just is. It's gonna make certain things difficult, especially when you have I mean, I don't I don't think I I mean, Envoy and Kenny certainly aren't your typical sub duo. Um, and when they have someone like Kismet on the other side of it, who's on like a heater. I think <laughs> Dylan, I think they both have figured it out, actually. I, I We saw a lot less of of kind of what we know from Envoy. He was, playing they were playing. Play making type stuff. Yes, he was playing a lot more straight up. I'm going to chow and find the openers. And all four of them were positive, like positive and across the, the I think you saw what Kismet still could do to him when he was like just in dad. Mode. Yes. Oh, no, 100%. Yeah. And that's going to happen. And that's, yeah. and that's when we were talking last week about, you know, having a, you know, control just being so important and search being so important because respawns at times, if someone gets hot, the game's over. It's just the way it is. And these yeah. teams are going to do it back and forth. We saw it last year. But yeah, that's, that's exactly what happened. You have to have like the search game to bounce back. Yeah, it's like a search you at least can some players really hot. I mean, there's just like a cooldown period, but then also you can play away from it if you really want to, I guess. Not that that's mm -hmm. ever probably really been a huge thing, unless maybe it was a sniper or something, but not much you can do in the middle of a hard point if someone's just no. smoking you. Like, I... Then you get set up, there's a glide bomb on top of you. Like you just <laughs> yeah. lose. It's just like momentum shifted one way. Uh, but uh, I mean, I don't really have anything else for thieves. I mean, they were insane. I'm just happy for um, them. Um, honestly, yep. I just, I felt, I felt really I texted Jack right away. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, he's just like part owner now with Eve. just like, I know how invested in it is. And he was just like, yeah, it's fucking rich. So let's go. <laughs> he's like, it just felt so good. Um, you know, we're friends with a lot of those guys. Been casting them a long time or you're playing with them. And it's just felt, felt very good for him. Yeah. I mean, um, the response great. I think just maybe look at their search. They probably want some improvements there, but win an event. Now they have another one in a couple of weeks. They got to be riding high but uh over to the home team uh they had to do it that was the big story to get top eight uh for champs uh you know luckily the teams that needed to lose did lose but that's what we kind of said with the bracket with with having seattle and the losers or you know optic in the losers phase losing winners round one really helped them because phase was their best friend as you can see on the bottom phase beat lag phase beat florida for them and then they just had to get to the final. I mean, I think I, I, think I said at one point, like we were casting, I'm like, people were booing FaZe. I'm like, no, you guys want, you want FaZe to win here. You want to root for FaZe. You want them to just keep stomping through the loser's bracket. But 
I mean, we touched on the beginning of the show, but just that is one of those storylines that I think I think it's important to, especially me uh, and kind of the role I play in commentary and especially to our production team and Ethan and those guys at Esports Engine. You know, it is as much, it's something that viewers probably don't even notice half the time. Like you're there for the gameplay, mm. but storytelling is important. Like that's why, that's why I've worried less and less about what, what title we have year to year, or what the situation is with dev support, because we have such great storylines and players. And, you know, when you spend a month and a half setting this up and then to watch it come to fruition, Ooh, for everyone's just like, Holy hit that tree. one. It, it, it was, it was awesome. And not that it took some magic. I mean, it sort of just wrote itself, right? Like this, it's, it set itself up, but like, you just keep hitting it. You keep pushing it. You keep talking about it. You just keep it in the front of everyone's mind constantly. And then when it happens, just like, holy, holy shit. Is it, I know once we saw the bracket, we were kind of like, wow, this is very doable. But if you're thinking before, I mean, let's go before that. Let's go to before the qualifier. Well, I mean, what were you thinking before the qualifier started? Like, good luck. Well, I guess because they won Pro-Am and they looked... I mean, weren't they like... What were they? Um, they were for major three quals. Well, they were three and two. I, I guess just that, like, since they showed success, I thought that they could do it. If you, Okay, if you knew and you, we didn't know exactly what the scenario was going to be. But if you, mm -hmm. if, you, if you heard before that qualifier, before their first match started, they had to get to the final and go four and one or whatever it was in matches... I don't know what the betting odds are on that, but it's not good. It's not good. No, I mean, the, it, it was literally, I think everyone just thought it could happen because of, because of the bracket. That, that was literally it, just the way it played out. And I think it's kind of crazy, too, because, you know, Krim, Krim is not uh, at his best that he's been in his career. He is certainly not at his peak. That, that is well gone. Um, but it's wild just the... the personality that he is the size of person that he is i don't mean actual size just like the size like him alone is part of why i believe though not even kidding even though he is not even close to top form him alone on the team had me believe it well i mean he said that in a post-game interview i think after they qualified for champs uh, i think after they beat la thieves he just i told these guys like we could fucking do it like i just had to keep just just saying that over and over yeah. and over because he's playing with a lot of younger players um, who have no, not the experience that he has on a base stage, not even close. Um, so he just kept saying it to me. I mean, is that winners round one match versus rocker? I mean, they went in a game five. That match was enormous. Cause that didn't, they have to win like both searches versus versus rocker. I think so. I, I think it was something like that. Like rocker played that pretty well. Um, no, they just had to win the game five. They split the searches, but still, I mean, talk about pressure right from the get go, just right from the get go. And what's wild is wait, no, no, no. Are you talking about the first match? Yeah, the first match they had to reverse sweep. Pretty They're, sure the first okay. match. I think they went down out two. First match. Okay, well, talk about even more pressure. I'm almost positive. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. They did reverse sweep them. Yeah. And what's crazy. Throughout this event, is like I think when many considered to be their best player, most impactful player, and Paul had a horrible event. He even tweeted about it. Like I, I played bad, like the worst weekend of COD ever. Clint, throughout Major Four, he had a point seven seven in hardpoint and a point eight two in control. You want to know what counters that? Kisman having the best goddamn weekend of his career. <laughs> 
Yeah, the best winners. Yeah, no, hundred percent. The best winners bracket of history. You are not wrong. Like, <laughs> like. So best... I, I think the pressure was there, and you saw it in some players, maybe not others. But I mean, man, that that first match, I think, was just like, uh, okay, like we're we're good. Well, I want to touch on them more, but I do want to talk. Uh, you know, we touched on the production side a little bit. I want to talk about the uh, Ooh, uh the, in, the intro, the walkouts a little bit, because that yeah. um. A lot of that was actually, I think it was Nameless and Bryce and some of the talent guys were talking about different stuff we could do to hype them up because... Yeah, creative on the New York side. Yeah, because a lot of times we just like hate the walkouts as talent, where it's like, they take forever. Like, let's just get in the match. And I personally we, just don't like individual ones. Yeah, I, I don't either, unless you do stuff like that. And, yeah, yeah. It, you know, uh, Krim, what did, what did Bryce say? He, he saw something on Reddit or something like, you know, Krim's kind of done and seen it all. Now he's just doing, wrapping up the side quest. Like he's just like he's just like down to do whatever, just having fun. The stuff with Crim Seven, and that was the first time I can think of. <laughs> that was the first time I can think of uh, that you, he bought like the license to music, like to have the Undertaker stuff as he came out. Um, I can't remember every time we've done that. Um, do you think though, everyone got behind with it. what you said, like the side quest thing? Do you think it's more like it's that, or because they had such a rough start of the year? Like, fuck it, let's have some fun. Like, if we're going to go out with a band... Obviously, I know he's been more open to things, and he showed a lot more personality, even with, with Empire. But I, I just think if he had, like, this New York team at the start, it might be a little bit different. It might be, but I think it's partially... Krem has just sort of accepted that role now, that he is, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of the other guys, and that we've lost some big personalities along the way, um, he has just sort of taken it on himself to be, like, this shack like figure that is just, like the face of the fun um yeah and i i think it's great so i i don't know which is crazy because a lot of i mean with what happened with optic and uh this and that like he was one of the villains and now everyone's like i love this guy he went from like heel like isn't that what they they're called like yeah yeah. to to like uh, i kind of like this guy so much i don't even care people don't realize is that i mean he's always kind of been like this no it was just directed it was just directed at a fan base that couldn't laugh at it because a lot of them are 12, but like, all right, he's, he's been like this at times, but other times he's also been a, a dickhead. Like, let's, 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 I, I, like, I feel like he's still a dickhead. I don't think he's getting changed. He's just a bigger dickhead. I, I, I don't know. I just, I think he kind of laughs about it now though. He's got, he kind of says it in a way though, to kind of make it a joke. Like he didn't used to be that way. He was very cutthroat. Like much more cutthroat. Yeah, I guess I always viewed it though as him like giggling after the tweet though. And maybe no, it's just I knowing you him. and I. Yes, yeah, you and I yeah. probably because we've talked to him and he yeah. like we loved like just trolling with Krim. Yeah, but I don't. So, I don't think a lot of people why. got maybe, that. Maybe I'm just too close to it that I knew he's always kind of been this way. Maybe it is more publicly he's kind of laughing it off. But we kind of always knew he was doing that shit for a laugh. So, but now that he's doing this stuff on stage, every day, everyone's like, all right, I could deal with this. Like, all yeah. Right. Yeah, and I think I think it's just also partly that's not always directed at optic, and <laughs> sure, yeah, that helps. I'm sure I'm sure that's a that's a big part of it too. But you know, as as happy as I felt for thieves, and I apparently I say this twelve times a podcast, I just am happy for our players all the time when they succeed because I look at them all as my children basically at this point. But like, it's just they did it. They fucking did it, man. Um, yeah. And, you know, you got to feel for, you know, teams on the other side of it, which we'll talk through as we get to them. Um, it, it's tough. But the fact is you were in YSL on a spot that's really terrifying. You know, if you, if you, you want, well, I guess this can be sports internationally, but like you are that team that doesn't control your own destiny, right? Like 
you're the you're the bears and the AFC that need or NFC that need like uh, this 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 and this to happen for you to get in. Like winning just doesn't get you there. You didn't control right. it. You needed some stuff to happen, but you control what you could, and you did it. I mean, props now, to you because I'm sure the pressure was crazy. And now the script kind of flips for them. It kind of goes from we have all this pressure to we have zero. I mean, we're the number we're the eighth seed. We're gonna play phase round one of champs. Um. Obviously, it's still a very dangerous team. They got to a major final. But it's kind of just like all that extra buildup is is off and they can focus on being the best team that they can be and just winging it, just going. Because, I mean, they still have some stuff to work on. I, you know, obviously in that final, they were, I think, one in four in respawns. But the key is is control. And I think I said it when you and I were casting uh, Phase versus Optic or maybe one of the other matches. Uh, I focus a lot on the control. Because history has not lied. They were two and three in control this weekend. Uh, LADs are five and one. I'm pretty sure major winners the last couple of years have had around a 75%. Control. Who was two and three? Uh, NYSL? NYSL was. Okay. Where these were five and one. I'm pretty sure throughout like in the last couple of years, yeah, like 75% control win rate, that team's winning the major. Yeah. I so mean- that's probably the, the mode they circle. Yeah, it's just weird. It's always been weird to me because I know you've always pointed to that. And it's just strange because it's like it is weird. No, for sure. represent four. Uh, I know, I know, um, I know. It is weird, but it's it's crazy the correlation. It seems it seems so key. It really it really does. Um, you want we can talk about kind of phase then while we while you're chatting about yeah. that because they, they look they look kind of good there, but really only played Tuscan. But um, talking talking about phase, you know, a uh, uh, BZ. I tweeted about it, and I, I think I, t- I want to take back my tweet now that I saw the next series, because I, well, yes and no. We were trying to figure out what was wrong with them, and when Abizi is on point, and when he is entering, like, one of the best subs in the game, um, it makes a lot of what they do easier, uh, and it makes that just hitting scrap or maybe playing unorthodox, like, it kind of makes it look normal like it just works they, they're gonna hit stuff and they're gonna hit it 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 and if they need a key rotation somewhere hopefully they don't screw it up but when i saw it work as we casted it against optic and just watch a bz trample them we watched the next series and a bz played fine but they played a much better coordinated team that their play style and whatever they were trying to do just was not working like it's just it just got they were just getting shut down and I mean obviously it's props to thieves but they beat them twice which was huge right they, yeah they yeah. beat them in their team history uh but it was shows the, it was through their the the response than, bigger than I thought they they are it's not as simple as a busy it's not it's not they've got well, issues bro. even versus thieves they I think they won the Tuscan hardpoint they lost the Berlin hardpoint and, yeah. and it's kind of that question. And I, I remember because I was talking to Simp afterwards. Why aren't you running a third auto more on Berlin? And he's like, do you think I should? I'm like, are you watching Thieves? Like, yeah. I, I Like, that's what he does on Gav. They're a very good Gavutu team. Like, yes, I, I do believe that you should be running a third auto more. Like, yeah, I, I, and, and I'd like to see that. And maybe that's a thing where some teams you don't need to, but against a team like Thieves, you do. Because... I think we saw on multiple maps when like him and when they were in a rhythm and it really stood out against optic. Uh, you know, if you think about like the head to head, like sub duos there, 
they were just a one-two punch. Like yeah, the they played Bokaj like, and Tuscan. So yeah, they're dead. Yeah. If your subs <laughs> are literally frying, then you're well, gonna shit on them. <laughs> I, I do think you can I do think they can get away with that on Berlin, but maybe, maybe against a Thieves team. Certain hills, just, maybe. Yeah, maybe against Thieves team, you just can't. Maybe like the first three hills, but P4 and P5. All right, you I have don't to know. talk. I have to fill my water real quick. I'm very I need to stay hydrated. A very long day. You had a very long day. Okay, he's gonna get water. Yeah, I, I just think it's one of those those maps where you know Berlin's gonna be circled for Atlanta phase as well. Uh, but I think the key for them, you're, you're happy to have a BZ back, but you have two losses. But the story coming into this for phase was the search and destroy. It looked like it was better. It looked like it was better uh, in the qualifiers. They were five and one in S and D. Then you get to the qual or the major tournament. They're two and five in search and destroy. So it just feels like there's all of these different obstacles that they're facing. Uh, I was talking about their search because they were five and one in search, Amave, um, yeah. and the qualifiers. Now, now they're two or five again. So I'm not, I'm not sure what's going on. I, the good thing is their control seems great. I mean, they only played Tuscan control, but they got some work to do in the hard point in search and destroy. Search is just never going to make sense to me. I like mm. can't. I just can't. With them, like how they're not good at. I don't care what time. I don't care if they're playing on Mars. Like I just don't understand how they wouldn't be good at search. Just like they're smart players, they're good search players. I I don't know what it is this year. Yeah, it's, it's I don't know weird. if it's the maps or or what. I mean, they saw. I, a lot I don't want to like, like make an excuse for them, but it's just like I don't get it. They should never be bad at search. Well, what they want fifty percent on Berlin. They want zero and one on Bocage and zero and two on Tuscan. So those are where they're struggling. In what you would think. I mean, there's been a couple of times even earlier in the year when I've when we've watched or casted them on Tuscan, and they're just out rotated. Just I I don't really know what's what's going on. But just get, just get blooded a lot too sometimes mm -hmm. like. But that's probably it for FaZe. I mean, l listen, yeah. it's another top three. Where they started in losers round one. Well, no, they lost their first match, then went to losers round one. They still go on a big run. They're still a very dangerous team. Nobody is going to want to match up to them. They're still, my, they're still my pick to win champs. But it's really? Let's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's still I, I, a I question think of the awesome this weekend, but they're still, they're, still, they're still my pick. I feel like it's, it's like similar to last year where when they would lose, it's just like, well, this time they didn't do this. Then they would lose again. And well, okay, you had this, but then their control fell off or their search fell off. And it's like, it is there going to be a weekend where it all comes together? And if it does, similar to Thieves, and people know, are screwed if it does, but well, they it, win. Okay. But yeah, I'm not sure if it will. Well, yeah, I mean, not, not too much to touch on face, just like kind of same old shit, right? Like, Top three. I mean, we'll we're see. saying we're like it's it's. I mean, it's a good event for most teams. Not a not the best event not for phase. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, now, uh, well, I mean, well, one one other thing they did they did finally beat Optic this year, right? Like they, they yeah. got that they got yeah. that one done. Um, Optic is mm -hmm. will transition to them. Obviously, not. And that's not a huge. I just want to say one thing. That's a huge yeah. like mental battle going into like where you could potentially play them again a at champ champs just to yeah. get over that hump. Just to get over the hump, I think is is huge for him because. I mean, Optic was delusionally confident versus them, of course. I mean, how could they not be? I know. I was surprised when you said it. Like, they hadn't beat them. I was like, how long ago were these matches? And, like, most were early in the year, which made sense to me. I was just, 
surprised because like phase has been a better team for months and i'm just like how how they not beat them once but yeah it's only played once i guess really recently yeah it's but, been a while but they were listening to him with subs i'm just like what the yeah yeah no no, no you're, not, you're not wrong you're not wrong exactly exactly <laughs> it, but for optic you know it, it i i guess i i'd feel pretty good about top four considering you starting losers uh with everything mm-hmm. you've gone through with all um uh, the roster stuff with the struggles leading into this was just trying to get back and find that kind of rhythm and magic that you had to kick off the year. Um, and it sort of feels like I, I think optic in the past, and I'm talking old rosters, take this for what you will, but optic has always been a team for me that usually started out pretty strong um, because they had a lot of talent. Uh, they just weren't very good at adapting and learning as time went on. It's what I, I felt for a long time. And they just, as the year went on, I'm talking like that three, four year struggle. Like they just would get worse. And like, they just wouldn't win events. They just couldn't, they couldn't match the teams that really dialed stuff in later in the year. Um, and you just got to kind of feel for them right now. Cause maybe, maybe you have that now with, with Ray there and with Illy there. Um, mm-hmm. It just feels like there was like a two month hold on on them sort of improving a lot because of the roster yep. stuff going on. But you got some solid wins. You made a run to top four. Uh, I, I never, I never, I guess I never felt good when watching them was my biggest thing. Like I always, it just felt like they were always squeaking by, which you can look at the other side and say they were clutching up, uh, but it, it was just kind of slow. Vanguard, Winnie Matt, like there's a lot of map y- fives there. Has yeah, been, so. yeah. I just, I just never got the feeling like hey this is a team that is good enough to win now um but you got a couple of weeks and i think you did better than maybe some expected i know it's online to land and top four is not like the craziest thing but they clutched up they brought it back when they needed to at times and we'll see i i don't know how much they can improve in the next couple of weeks I got two points. Uh, first okay. thing is hardpoint vetoes. I, I they played Bokash four times. Berlin is an auto veto. I have no clue why. I have no idea why. I, there's horrible I could at not it, tell you. I guess there's horrible at it in scrims. Man, said, what okay. else is there? But here's the problem: when you are horrible at it, you are either going you're going to have to play really good Bokash teams. When we look at Phase, when we look at New York. When we look at who who is even their first matchup at champs, um, what, what, what was the one? Was it last isn't year? It Boston, Boston is a very good Bokaj team. Was was it you, last year? Who were we were we kept pushing them to play a different map? Was it Garrison or what? What was that? What was that thing where they had like a really bad hard point issue, and you and I kept wanting them to play something else? Oh, that was Phase. That was Phase. No, there's something with Optic. 100. percent I just can't remember what. Oh, the they situation played Toronto. Was. They played Toronto. So it was also a good Bokaj team, but yeah. Uh, well, anyway, anyway, uh, th- this has been a thing for a couple of years where it's just like it is it is a map pool thing for optics sometimes. And I- I'm pretty sure I'm-, I'm thinking of the right thing. It was them. And like it was the same type of thing. Like they had this map they didn't want to play, mm-hmm. didn't want to pick. And it led to issues. And that's why, I mean, FaZe for a long time had an advantage over a lot of teams because their map pool was just everything. Like they're like, oh, whatever. I was Garrison, yeah, with optic last year. Yeah, it, it, it I was- just wanted them to fight people. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I don't remember how it all played out, but it was an issue of like they just need to have a little bit the option to kind of go to both, and they would avoid one. Um, and now this year, yeah, I mean Berlin is just—I just, I just don't know. Like, okay, there's they, they could just be holding on to it for champs. Like that, that could very much be it. Like honestly, this could be a long con of Ray or whoever's saying we're starting in losers round one. Screw it, let's go. Like it really could be. I, honestly, I'm dead serious. 
Let's get a bunch of Bokaj reps in. I Who doubt the hell it. Cares? But there's a chance. Yeah. I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna put it, I'm gonna put it out yeah. there. It very well could be. We're starting in losers round one. Let's see what happens. We're gonna play a lot of Bokaj on Bokaj. Keep that in there. Because the fact is they're a very good Tuscan team. They're a very good Gavutu team. And Gavutu Bokaj are the two maps going into champs where I think both teams or, or all the teams are gonna have to try to figure out because you know, again, you have like Berlin versus versus Steve, Steve's, right? So these sort of vetoes are going to come into play. It's just funny hearing how different like the mindsets are, because you know how Crowder would have dealt with this. Like just he would have been like, Oh, you guys hate Blame. it? Uh, Berlin. <laughs> yeah, Berlin. Oh, you guys hate Berlin, Berlin. Whether it was a league match or a tournament. Oh, okay, Berlin. Like he Berlin, yeah. They just would have kept playing it. Um and, and li listen, that's not to like knock Rampo or Optic at all. It's no, just no, no. It's just, just a difference. It there. It's just a difference of I, I know for a fact if it was the same situation, Berlin. Berlin. Like you're just playing it until it can be part of our map pool. Um But yeah, I mean I guess the one good then, thing is if thieves are gonna be a really a pro big problem, you don't want to go to Berlin anyway. I guess that's it. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what I mean for thieves. And then it's like, do you if you're thieves, do you play optic on Jab or do you play Bokaj, right? So if they get better, like this is the way that's a huge like talking point. We'll get to that. Uh, when we talk about champs, probably the nice episode, but it, it's going to be like a, a mind game. The second thing for Optic, for me, was their search. Um, they were 5-1 in S&D, and they were clutching up really big rounds. I know even Scump had a really poor event uh, in search, but Shotzi was going off um, throughout Major 4. Maybe you're relying on him a little bit too much individually. You want to see Illy and Scump step it up but the fact is is i think those game fives and the fact they're winning them if they could force them at champs they have a really good shot at, at beating a lot of a lot of the teams they do and we, we touched on something at the end of the broadcast and it, it's not mm. even like pended on shots but there were a lot of reddit posts about it kind of his pacing and you know, sometimes it's so so many engagements sometimes it's like the fewest on the team and just what's going on there i, I don't think i don't know if it's even a thing of just it could be like an individual thing, but I think it's more of just like a team thing and just like a sub duo thing, just getting on the same page. And like, I just feel like you saw a really good example of that with thieves this weekend where it felt like what are those, what are those dancers in the pools did? What are they called? Synchronized swimmers. They were like, you know, twirling yeah. and it was very synchronized. Like you just tell they were really playing as a unit. And, and sometimes I feel like optic is very bad at that. Um, and they really, really get by on uh, just the, the talent that they have on the team. I mean, even FaZe, as much as we want to knock them, I know they don't always play together, but a lot of times they're doing stuff together. It just looks silly. Like, what they're what they're trying to do. Optic, sometimes it's just... There was one oh. round, I think, versus Ultra on a Berlin control. It stuck out to me, and I think I was watching with Cap. And it, it was the A point that was left. They get, like, the first, like, two kills. And you just see this arrow, and it's Shotzi. And he's just floating over to fire. Like, he just floats in the fire to try to trap them defensively. And then meanwhile, I think the timing was bad. And those guys just get into the point. And it's just like, if he just floods with them, they probably win the round. And he didn't flood. And see, like, he didn't flood in. He went for that extra play, that extra route, which is what, what we kind of talked about. Like, last year. Like, right? Like right, yeah. Right. And, like, and Cap was like, why the hell did he do that? Like, that's not what you're supposed to do type thing. And that's kind of what we talk about with sort of like the pacing and just taking those routes when you don't need to. 
Maybe it's not what, a pacing thing, it's a decision-making thing. More than like, there, there's a time to try and make an individual play, yeah. and there's a time to hit shit with your team. Like, yes. So and it's, it's just those little moments trying to factor that out. But but even more so, though, it could be a pacing thing. Because think about it, if he gets there and he gets into a sub spot, then, then Skump can go behind him and pick something else up. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. just the way those dominoes fall. And, I mean, if the timing goes his way, I mean, he probably wins around, and then he's the hero. But you don't want to always have to rely on that. Yeah, maybe which more, is what like thieves did. What do you what do you put more faith in getting getting the fortunate timing or winning a team fight with your team with numbers? It's like you would even that, I mean he's got to win a gunfight or two, right? Like yeah, I'd rather yeah. you be on the point. Yeah, every yeah. time. Yeah, like like all the time. It's probably it's probably it's really it's probably hard in this title, man. To just it's uh, also take, hard when he's literally are. hard carrying at a yeah. moment, like yeah. literally yeah. hard carrying. Like what do you tell the guy? Like, it's just tough to like sit him down and be like, oh, I stopped doing that. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Well, I think I think that's that's always probably I, I do. I do think Shotzi is he seems like just a very nice, genuine kid that I think would be very receptive to feedback as a superstar. But like, mm -hmm. I think just a bigger picture. I'm sure that's always that's, in any in any major sport, baseball, football, whatever. If you have some super mega star that that is caring at times, it's probably really hard to coach that person or give them feedback. Yeah. Because you're just sort of like, uh, listen, 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 Mr. Tom Brady's. Um, you know, he threw that pick in the third. Really cost us. Uh, um, yeah, I threw for 500 yards and five touchdowns. How about you fuck yourself and get the defense going? Like, <laughs> it's yeah. just like, it's, it's got to be hard to, yeah, just give feedback. But I do, I do think he seems like he would not be that guy. Like, he'd be able no, to. No, 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 he'll figure it out. But it's yeah. something I just noticed. It, yeah. Even just like the, in terms of the pacing, if you look at the stats for Phase versus Optic, I mean, he's at 198 interactions. You have Scump at like 168. You have Dashy at 158. I mean, he's fighting 40 to 50 more times than some of his teammates. But that like wasn't the case leading in, kind of, right? Yeah, I think like, like the opposite the qualifier, of the qualifier times. Yeah, he was slower than them, if I remember correctly. Could have been something like, where... Oh, maybe he like just saw Reddit a little bit and like not not that I don't know if this would happen, but he kind of saw the comments a little bit and tried to try to play a little bit faster too, which Yeah. I mean the fact is they started losers made around the top four. Uh and I, I think it's just it's not even just like Shotzi, it's more of just the ye you've had all these team changes. Now you have Illy back, just finding Well, that's that's what I was gonna say. Again. Finding the sweet spot it, again, man. Is that they have two they have two ARs that can play at a really quick level. And I and I love seeing what I've seen out of Dashi the last few years, which is him slowing down and not being that extra cracked. But him and Illy can turn it up. Well, like that the, reminds I, me I of Empire like, where Illy I feel and like there are to. moments. I feel like there are moments where they can probably play faster. Yeah, no, it's just like yeah. when I talked about last episode with Krim and Illy having to do it. Like Dashi's just a far more twisted crim if, if he wants you know if he wants to play he he can be like that like that what formal was at ar for most of his career like he was never a real typical ar like he mm -hmm. would just he'd l trigger and be like i i, I am bored as shit and <laughs> he's, yeah. he's going forward and trying to fight so um yeah that probably that probably can skew things sometimes too is you know they want to get involved or need to get involved but you know, listen, we're, we're kind of just talking about it. It's it, dude. It's hard. We're theory uh, you know, crafting. We're we, theory we, cast, crafting. we cast and we watch a lot. Um, but it's tough with this title. And, you know, I, 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 I haven't, I got back today. I haven't sat down and watched it in 0.5 speed every single play to see what's going on. And I'm probably not going to do that, but will, is it fun to chat about and kind of see what's going on, what they're working on? Yeah. We'll, uh, yeah. 
We'll see. Let's see what they can do. And then the other um, thing, just uh, one and four in control. So for Opta, that was really odd. I think we said that a hundred times on broadcast, but you know, there's some. They got a couple of weeks. You never know. Yeah. Um, Toronto Ultra. Um, this is the Toronto Ultra Merck and Mavens podcast. Uh, listen, I never go on the desk. I never have to make predictions up there, but I was I was put onto the desk, and I had unbelievable. To, I had to guy. make. I had to make a choice, and the, the the first two, due to the maps that they both said ultra, and I was like, he's finally beat Faze. Traitor, dude, ta- traitor. I was talking to Cap and stuff, and I said, I'm thinking Thieves. Traitor. And then Thieves chokeslammed them. Yeah. Um, that was... That was a... That was a tough one. Um, I mean... Ultra, we know it has not been uh, the ideal year. Did they play two Berlins? It was Berlin Search, I believe. And versus who? Thieves. When they got three oh just stomped. Uh I can check right now for you. Do you have it? It up, was right? uh a Berlin's Berlin search, Berlin control, and Tuscan Hardpoint, and they two lost Berlin's. by eleven. So, yeah, so they had a close map one, then got slammed in two Berlins. I think mm-hmm. Cami was like oh and six map two. Um the map three was a three oh. Uh, and that 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 is partially a hundred percent listen. Even though Ultra have not been a uh, top two team this year, they they have still they have still been a solid team capable of beating top teams. Hey, they won the kickoff classic, bro. Yeah, capable of like making a run at any moment. Like we we know we we've been waiting for this moment to like almost sort of like thieves finally click. Like, I've been kind of waiting for that moment in this title for that to happen with Ultra. Um, but thieves just made them look bad. That was the first time that I was just like. Phew. They got, got a lot they, of people look bad though. They, yeah, we they, watched, were get, they were getting 180. Like there were a couple plays where someone yeah. just got shit on, and I was like, "Oh, okay, that doesn't even happen in this title. What? Why?" They did oh. a first phase though too. Like they, they yeah. that team was just on a different level. Like especially in the response. Well, and I think um, that that's that was sort of the uh, barometer for me with with Optic two a little bit. Then when I we saw Optic play. Uh, Ultra, and it's like this game five, you know, barn burner on the maps. And I just an hour ago watched Thieves beat them. I'm like, these they're, these are different levels right now. They just they are. They are. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and then versus Optic, what I mean, yeah, they lost both hard points. Their hard point was really bad here. Um, one and four, and this is probably the start like, of the year too, right? Where they just could not win a hard point. I mean, yeah, but to- there was one like difference maker for me, which was Insight had a really off event. Uh, he is like around like a 0.85, which is very in hard point, which is not like him. Yeah. Uh, so maybe if he plays a little bit better, not just giving him like, I'm not putting all the blame <laughs> on him, but I don't know. Just, uh, yeah, for Ultra, I, it's like they reverse sweep London. They beat, yeah, they beat Optic in around 11 or they lose to Optic in around 11. If that goes their way, they're, they're able to make the Sunday. Who knows what happens? I feel like that's, that's fan yard, but they're like in the mix. But I think when you see thieves in New York, they're like they got a lot to work on. Yeah, and 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 I guess I'm just really hoping, regardless of what goes down the rest of the year, hopefully we're deep enough. Like I, I guess I just really want to see this team, this four, sit together because I I just have a lot of belief in those four players, and I really think, and maybe in a different title, it's going to be fine. Now, if you get smoked at champs, and I mean, who knows what can happen in the off season with with contracts and stuff? Who knows? But I'm just saying. Let's throw that all that out the window and you can just keep this four man team. At least give it to like the major, like whatever start of next year. Cause I just 
I guess I still believe. I do. I, I like this team. They're fun to root for. They got a lot of great personality and great players. They just can't get over this hump of being mediocre this year. Yeah. Maybe mediocre. Maybe they're a bit better than mediocre. But you know what I mean. Like they, they can't. No, I mean they're they they're they're, they're around top six. That's why yeah. they have the seed that they have. That's where they are. I mean, you know, they had well, they got top four last year or last major. They got top six this one. I mean, they're they're again right in the middle of the pack. Um, I want to I want to give a shout out to Bansell real quick, just because I think versus Texas in in both searches, like he was trying to do everything he can. He had a 1.92 in that match and that went to around 11. Like he, he had, had some, in the, he the had some insane moments. And I, and I like to see that it felt like he really took his game up a notch and was like, listen, if we're losing, like I'm gonna make sure it's not on me. Cause you know, a lot of the times it, it has been, you know, it's been the has been, time, yeah. right. And that man was like, I'm not, I'm doing everything in my power to, to make sure like we we move on, and he had a hell of a a match in in search and destroy, but I mean, yeah, similar to Optic, I think they have a couple of weeks, and then you're hoping that that weekend just it clicks. There's not a lot you can change at this point, and like I I don't I don't really think that thieves are doing anything unbelievable. I just think they are calming very well. They found they found some maps maps they feel really comfortable on, which we saw this weekend for sure. And just and those are getting vetoed, but then you had to beat them on Gaff, right? That's just, that's just it. They're just they're just playing together really well. Like just just watch the map and like listen to the couple of listeners we went to. Like they're just playing together. The comms don't sound real panicked. They're pretty chill for the most part. I mean, Bokaj, whatever for any team, but like it's not like phase you go to and I need to uh, someone to decipher an alien language. It just. I don't know. Maybe all that just playing league together and Val and just kind of vibing. It's just sort of they're just best pals gaming together. I, they I don't are, know. They are well, they are a very tight knit group that these it, and they are. It every seems time I'm like it. And like it's like it's like it's it's you're seeing it kind of on the map. And yeah, not they're that, very very close. It's almost I like all, I don't know. I think everyone else is too probably. I, but. No, I'm I'm sure, but like I don't know. I, not that that stuff's super important, but like think about casting like part of why you and i cast well together because we're best pals like there's just a chemistry there like, oh it helps I'm sure, for sure a hundred percent not it's different but i'm sure just having a chemistry and you know wanting to go out there and win for your boys i'm sure there's something extra to it but you're right i'm sure a lot of them are but that one's just always stood out to me when i go into their team room and they're all four playing league or something I'm like what are these guys doing that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but they're hard points things so that's i gotta face that yeah and you can put I feel like that control stat that you'll put up, like that hinges on you being okay in the other two modes, right? Like that control stat means nothing if you can't win a no, hard no. point. It, yeah. You have to like that more comes into play. It's like a higher level thing when when like that is like decent. finals. Yes, that is like yeah, finals like, when you are gonna trade blows because it's yes. gonna happen. You gotta get to the point you're trading blows. Um, and yeah. they're just they're just not. They're not. Yeah, you gotta um, get to the point where you're blown. That's for sure. <sighs> I've been there. The Florida. Uh, they were on the, I mean, I, I, you got a feel for them. Uh, I'm sure many don't because I think a lot of fans hate them because they kept beating optic and majors, but they, once they lost, it was sort of, they said to sit and watch what NYSL were able to do. Um, I, you saw major maniacs tweet after it, you know, they tried to, to make some changes to get it to work. Um, they just fall short. 
I, I don't have a whole lot of like thoughts on performance. I think it's, it's a lot of kind of what we talked about with this guy's awakening thing. Like what are they going to plan to do with this team going forward? But mm-hmm. I guess I, I see this thing getting blown up and I don't know what piece is going to stay, but I imagine it's going to get reworked. I, I, I don't think this roster looks like thing like it does right now. I could see like skies or awakening and then maybe you keep major just due to his like career. Sure. I mean, I would, I would, I would, I'd like that. I love, I love major. Um, I don't know. I'm still laughing. Like dude, the vivid thing, man. Like I think vivid would have fit well with major. I don't know. They, they needed a, to be honest, they just need a little bit more firepower. I mean, too real, even here. I mean, major four, like point. I'm, I'm not just saying Katie's everything, but 0.63 in, in hard point. Uh, it's just, can't do that. You know, they went one and four in our point. They lost every control. Their respawns were. No, I mean, and look awful. at the other side of it. They when were you have awful. Like, when you have a, a Kismet or what a BC was doing, I mean, they're literally doubling his KD and playing a similar role. Like, you just. Yeah, you can't get bodied like that in hardcore and expect to win. So, I mean. Then the, there's like the other part that kind of sucks for them in what we talked about with the bracket thing. Like, they won their first match, their destiny's in their hand. They play New York, they lose. They had to go play phase. Yeah. Uh, like, like, that's the other part. Like, <laughs> if they play anyone else, I, I don't know. Maybe there's yeah. a chance. Maybe face, there were, face were just, like, literally a, just a duo with NYSL to, like, set them up. Just just haymakering people out of the losers. Dude, they were just a one-two punch. Oh. So, I, you know, it's it sucks for Florida, but they, they had a chance. It's not like... I mean, they were ahead of NYSL. They even got to play NYSL. But it just felt like this roster needed a little bit more time. Or just it's weird to, to talk about roster. firepower because, like, dude, you watch Skies and Awakening POV, and you're like, these guys can just 1v4 at any moment. Yeah, but it's, but. it's like, it's, to me, the one just always, it's, it's Awakening, man. Like, that guy, he is the one. I, I just, I really want to see him elsewhere. Or surrounded by a different team. I think you just need to. I mean, we, you just need to split it up at this point. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree. You yeah, we talked to. about last episode. It's it's time to time to time to switch it up. But yeah, one in you one in seven in respawns at the event. Uh, they're not going to make it a champs, but the next team, uh, the team they beat in winners round one, uh, will be a champs. Uh, is Boston Breach? They are the team who gets vivid. I like this team, man. This team is fun to watch. I, I think these two weeks uh, of practice, building up to it is going to be very important for them. It's just, is it enough time? Is it too late for this roster? But the Nero and Vivid combo is a, is a scary one because yeah. they can both go off. A uh, lot falls on to TJ, though. 100%. I, I know Zenny said, like, he, he was really hyped for this event because he said they were really, really playing well leading into mm-hmm. this. And we know there was some, I guess, ND issues, but he just said they were they're playing some of the best COD they have all year. Like, he felt really good about what they're going to mm-hmm. be able to do. Um, TJ, dude, I, I don't know, man. I, how many years are we going to talk about this shit? Like, he's got to be better, though. He's got to be better. Yeah. I, I said that for especially, five years. Especially like, if he's going to run flex, he has to be better. It, it's just, Sorry. he has always been electric or disappears i feel like it's been a long time of that uh of he's taken over and frying but like i guess i guess i feel like the issue is like let's say let's say four 
years ago. I'm just picking numbers right now. I'm not even thinking about titles, but let's just say, you know, three, four years ago, whatever. He he would, Who's you know, uh, let's say, let's, yes, but it's like, you know, uh, let's say 75% of the time he expected to pop off, you know, 25% of the time he just disappears a little bit. Like that is just skewed more and more the other way. And with, to your point, as you're switching to a role that it should be doing the opposite, um, like you should be taking over more and more. It just feels like, he disappears more often than not now um and by disappears i mean he just has these duds and i i guess i always wonder if it's like a level of maturity or focus thing just thinking back to like you know the the optic tj dashy and the issues they had i i don't know if that is still it i'm not close enough to to know if that's the thing but I don't think he's just, you know, too old or lost the touch or or something like that yet. I I mean, I don't. So what what's going on? Um, well, it's not the, just the this time. Is. You can't say Vanguard for this for him because this, no, 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 no. this has been years. Yeah, and again, I mean, when you have the entry role, I think like there's going to be times when you're on and off a beat. Like it's just a tough role. He was that, but now you have two very very fast players in front of you. In, in Nero and Vivid. Like, I feel like they should take, a, that's why I said last episode, I feel like they should take a lot of the pressure kind of off of him, especially in response. You think he'd be able to be like a sell in the sense of like the, the pressure they're putting on the map, like he would be able to just like lock in and put up numbers. You would think. Yeah. But that's just not. That's what I assume. He, he can play with pace too. Like that's the other good thing. Like that's why I like that core trio. But if he needs to be better because then Zin can just, he can be Iron Boots Zin. And just beaming, like he could, he do whatever he wants. Well, is that is that part of the issue? Is I don't know. Is it less the sub thing and more a Zen thing too? With like his pace is too slow. But I feel like I that's always so, all. Man. That's always always kind of been like Zen's always. I don't kinda... think so. I, he's just got to find a little bit more consistency in response. Honestly, he really does. Like that's that's it. Yeah, it just feels like one of those things I want to like. You know, figure out. I, I just think it's like it's a, a big two thing, but it feels like it does feel very individual with this one. Like it's just like TJ's got to figure it out. <laughs> I, I still think if you're a Boston fan, you should be excited. Like I, I do like this team. I think they have a chance. What they play thieves around one at, at champs. Like it's not probably the draw you want, but you never know. You never know with uh, well, with this game. Well, yeah, no, I know Zinni was um, just in the green room, just kind of mentioning that he was hoping. The series went the other way. I think it was the Phase Thieves one because uh, I believe it came down to not wanting to play Thieves round one, like just mm -hmm. based on their current form. I think he was just sort of like, oh, I mean, they're 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 frying right now. Like that's not the matchup, the ideal one. Uh, but I think regardless, just based on how low they are, like they're going to have a tough matchup regardless. Like it was going to be an optic or a Thieves or a. Well, it was yeah. not going to be a fun matchup. Um, yeah. But Excited though. Excited. I, I, sh I share with you, like, they, yeah, that's like one of those teams. They, that okay. Let's say you were gonna pick like a dark horse for champs, like to to do something, like get to a final. That might be like a dark horse type. Thing. That would be crazy. That no, would no, be I something. Think, I think it would yeah. be, but like that that would yeah. be like the definition of like a dark horse team for me. That would yep. that would make some kind of run. Um. Yep. Uh, London. Oh boy. Oh man. Uh, I don't freaking know, man. I Trey say he's going on holiday for a couple of days. I saw him at the airport. He needs to. <laughs> that's what I'm I serious. Told. I think that's what I said to him. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm i not trying to be mean. I was very excited with Gizmo back in this lineup. They had a great qualifier. I, I don't know if, if they are 
putting too much pressure on themselves if because you know listen I, i've had teammates like you know we're playing so well on land or online we get to an event too many energy drinks too antsy yeah. you get into the match and it's like what did we just do that's not what we practiced and i, I have to assume it's something like that because they're too good but they're getting shit on on land they have been horrible not great and i feel like afro kind of had a couple off series didn't he and like he's been pretty consistent Nasty has been role. their best online or online player because he's his name's nasty which i love by the way because i like to get nasty same yeah but for me i'm just like what are we doing what's going on i mean we're talking about that be the best hardpoint team like best like i don't know but they got figured. Luckily, they got champs. They, they're gonna make it. They've been great online, so they had lots of points. Maybe, they, maybe they're fucking. <laughs> maybe they're doing like that no lag VPN hosted from London, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Sure. Matches, I was kidding, but like, uh outside of the first major, it has been not good. I I, I think it's partially. It there's got to be a lack of. I th I would think like a leadership somewhere just when when things start to unravel on land like who is that just like suck it the fuck up boys like we gotta we gotta perform like I, 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 these guys are in their chairs bro I bouncing around I think they're just too hype it could it could be it could be I, but like somebody's giving them like some melatonin before they go in or something I, I really honestly I just know you know how like a, I, I love Trey but you know how his demeanor is like he's just sort of like ah it's shocked like he's he's like he's gonna get frustrated and sort of be down like I don't know if there's a guy that's sort of like come on lads he said my use of lads I like my use of lads there I think Trey's like that in game though I think he is no, very no, like, maybe, maybe, maybe 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 you're right maybe you're right I just know it's been a frustrating year for him and I just wonder how quick it is to get frustrating for everybody yeah, it just, just feels like when it goes bad for them, it goes really bad. Yeah, yes, that's what I mean. And there's yeah. not like a, and it might not be a leadership thing, but I bet part of it is just something to do with like leadership or just chemistry to overcome humps sometimes and bring it back. Just that that sort of magic. And they haven't the, had like those really good come from behind victories or some really good wins that like maybe creates that belief system. Um, but yeah, they're dog shit on land. I mean, their round one matches just, I could see if they, if they win like winners round one, you talk about like a sleeper team, like I could see them go to the final. If they lose winner, or if they lose winners round one, it might just be bop bop. Like, might be it. And that doesn't scream like some like leadership or something. Like, if you're just so worried, like you hit one hump, you're done. That's just what it screams that's to me. A, that's like a squad thing, I think. Okay. I yeah. Yeah. Maybe more just a chemistry trust type thing. I'm not sure. It might just be too too hyped up and caffeine, but I don't know. I always think there's more to it. It's like it, it's whoever whoever uh, tweeted. Um, I can't remember. I don't think it was attached. Uh, somebody after the event said mentality is everything, and I've said that for a long time, especially for players that that want to bitch about online play and get in their own heads about the title being bad and spawns like mentality is everything like you've got to just be bigger than that shit and just you have to be the second you've got a million excuses in your head like you already you already lost and it, it could it could be just a big it could be a big mental thing man yeah all right we'll see what london can do but they yeah. got a lot they got a lot uh seattle um our major three winners they lose first round to boston 
I think still a dangerous team, but I mean, you're talking now throughout stage four, one and five. They're only win over Paris. They're losing to everyone. But I mean, you still have Sim and Pred who are putting up some insane numbers. I yeah, just, that's I don't, I don't have much one. to say. <laughs> kind of a weird I, one. They obviously have a lot of game, you know, sort of film that there you can go over. They could, you could literally compare major three to the all of stage four. Like, it'd be like, this is what we did here. This is what we did here. And that's. That bad. might be just the day to day Vanguard stuff, though. Like, it's just, it, it could be partially that because it feels like they really, sort of like we're talking about thieves kind of, kind of clicking. Like, it feels like they, they hit their form. They hit a little too early, and now it's like trying to just recapture that. Um, yeah, but they they went like they went from I don't know, they, they literally it's major four or stage four qualifiers are two and ten in like hard point and search. Like, that to me is like a bigger it's not like you're losing game five, so you're not even yeah, keep that thought. I'm running to the restroom. You keep you, you're doing a really good job, Joe. You look good. Is this you're... just a solo podcast again? Yeah, I'm, I'm listen, I had to fill my water. And now the we water couple, has to come out of We got a couple me. more, and we're almost done. You got this. Okay, you think I can do it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we're almost done. This guy wants me to pee my pants. That's actually unbelievable. There's no way, dude. There's no way. All right. Um. Yeah, Seattle. I'll do it. I'll do it. You're going to pee, you're gonna pee no, yourself. No, no, I'm not going to do that. Um. Yeah, Seattle, I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I love I love watching Pred. Um, I would love rooting for Lamar. Um. I, I just don't have a ton to like add to it because like they know what they're capable of um can you reach out and grab that again is i i'm not convinced it's like oh all these teams just suddenly got better than you it's it's got to be something internal it has to be. yeah i don't i don't know maybe like again we're very structured now like teams maybe figured them out or vetoes maybe but I just think they're off. It's got to be like a simple comms thing. Well, you didn't view this another. the same way. You didn't view like, at least I didn't. Like them winning was not the same as like LAG winning. Like no, LAG no, 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 no. felt like this like crazy Cinderella story. Like Seattle was sort of like, I, 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 I get it. They're very talented. They, they, they had a good weekend, right? Well, I mean, what? For Seattle, it was a really good start. And then the middle, like major two was not good. And then... You saw them turn it around though throughout major major three qualifiers where they went like four and one. It's and kind of like turned it away, bro. Like, yeah, it's, it's been a been it's real... really it's been a roller coaster. They're just hoping yeah. they're going up at the end. Um. Okay. Well, on to on to gorillas. Um. Yeah, I figure these last couple of teams. I mean, they're obviously the teams not making it. We don't have to say too much. Yeah, but... I don't even know why we're spending much time on these at all. Yeah, I mean, the fact no, is they're not getting don't... they're not getting to champs. Um. I mean, the fact the fact is the reason it's not worth talking about them too much is you're not going to see them play again this year. These are not going to be the same teams. Mm -hmm. They're not. I mean, if there's any key thing you want to throw out there for them, uh, uh, feel free. But no, I mean, I, again, I just said it a lot. I, I like this roster. I just think they need more time. Yeah, I think it's a very talented roster. Uh, you know, and, and I hope Slasher just gets to a sh to a team where like he has people around him. I mean, the last couple of years for him has been so many. Just musical chairs. Well, you know what just hit me that I, I actually didn't realize is it's interesting that two of the winners didn't make it. Like, because some some things you have where it's like uh, you win a major, it's like an auto bid or something and like only that. One, only one winner. Only one winner. Seattle made it. 
Oh, one, one. Yes, yes, yes. I, yeah. I, I, I'm a moron. No, I was looking at it completely wrong. What team are you missing on here? Then I just saw four at the bottom. Who are we missing? Uh, well, Florida is the other team. I just went oh, in, in order of like, placements. Oh, oh, placements. oh, that's why. That's why I was looking at like yeah. the bottom four, and I was like, No, no, no. I, I went in order like, of placements. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay, so never mind. Yeah, just gorillas. I guess that one's not really that interesting because they're their weekend. They just had they had a crazy week. They did. I mean, they earned a lot of points, that. but yeah, it was just the musical chairs thing. Um, yeah, I was looking at her document and I was like, "That's kind of wild." Wait, what? <laughs> uh, Minnesota. Rocker. Honestly, it's it's heartbreak for them because what was Havoc's thing though? Well, didn't Havoc not want to do something unless Kismet came with him or something? What was? Uh, what was... Yes. Go to New York, I think, or and go didn't... to no, go to Wait, New York. It was New York. Yeah, yeah. He he didn't want to go to New York unless Kismet came or something like that. Yeah, I hope I'm not butchering this, but I get it. I get it now. This Kismet is disgusting, dude. Yeah, <laughs> that guy. That guy was unbelievable. Um, I guess I was surprised at first to hear that was one of the key things, like key issues with it was Kismet, which I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Mm -hmm. And now I get it. I mean, Kismet. I think I asked you when we were watching from the crowd. I was like, "When was that? When was that time that Kismet was like disgusting?" And he was, <laughs> I couldn't even he name that over. roster. And you were like, "You were like Enigma 6. And I was like, "Yeah, what was that roster?" You're like, Ugh, "I think it was like Proto General uh, Kismet Brezzy Brezzy uh, or something like that." I don't know the I, fifth I, dude. The yeah. fifth. <laughs> it was yeah. like, was it was it Pander? Oh, dude. No, no, no. It was God RX, right? God RX was on that team, I think. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, it sounds about right, dude. Yeah, I have right. Goddard X and Pander. They're all like this. I basically view them all as like going to middle school with Octane, and yeah, like yeah. they all they all grew up in the same neighborhood and they all worshipped Octane. Yeah, I don't know what the real story is, but that's how I view those. Um, aren't they all yeah, like friends? Just aren't they all just like friends? Of Octane? Did I, just, uh, I feel like that's a real yeah, thing. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, they okay, were. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, um, but. Yeah, I guess I just get it. I, I I remember hearing that, and I was like, "That that's your holdup? Like Kismet not coming with? That's the holdup." All right, I understand it. Now I totally get it because Kismet Kismet took over. And I had a couple great talks with his dad. His dad thought I was you. Um, but listen, that's a really nice guy. He was like, "Tell yeah. Maven hi, yo," and I was like, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> He's a really nice guy, though. <laughs> uh, Rocker, they lose two best. Uh, they lose two game fives, uh, which is, I mean. I just rocker has been like, well, they've been a rock the last couple of since the CDL. Um, Expecting that bummed, ice, right? Bummed for them not to not to make it, especially the ore. They put so much into it. We were at their major for stage two, but it's what happens when you're you're cutting four. It's a very competitive league. They had they had a chance, just didn't clutch up. Yeah, that's probably the one that I'm. Most I guess surprised. if I was gonna pick. Not even well surprised, yes, but maybe most yeah. disappointed they're not at champs because I think it's just, yeah, it's a great brand, great personality in the team, uh, maybe a chance to make some noise. Um, players responsible for some historic moments. I, I guess that's the one that kind of wish somehow they made it work, but you didn't. I, I just, I, I guess, I really like for the four hundredth time talking about a player, a dude, Priesta just. I love that kid, man. He is just, he's such a genuine dude. He's so talented. He's been put in some shitty spots, not playing roles he wants to at certain times. I think he's a I, big system guy, and a lot of people won't real, uh, don't know that. And I think when the system isn't there, it can be tough for him. I think he's a big system player. Yeah, yeah. And I, 
what you kind of mean by that, like your one, two, three, four, like you just how you played the game, right? Like you spawn mm-hmm. up and gotta know where you're going type thing. You know where the other person yeah. is. And it's hard to have that in this game maybe right now, but there are some players that need that. And I think that just comes down to probably just how your brain works, like in a yep. way, like how, how you make decisions the second you spawn up and how you look at the map, like just just how it is. Oh, and then, I mean, we don't really have to touch on Paris, but Paris, yeah, they lost again. Good luck in Las Vegas. Yeah, good luck in Vegas. Um, Let's see, anything else? God-wise, I guess, do we, let's just show the champs bracket before we head out. Let's, yeah. let's see the top eight. Let's let's show the champs bracket if we have it. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't need to, I don't want to go, gonna too, go into, into this. We're, we're going to have an episode about that, but this is what it looks like. Um. I mean, the first thing that really just jumps off the page is just Optic Ultra to me because they've had so many matchups over the years. Like, since the inception of the CDL, like, I just feel like these guys have gone to war a million times. Um, yeah. That's what I'm looking forward to. But I got no idea. I, think, I just think, I, I think it's like this. You, what, you, you could have Thieves Optic round two, or you could have, you know, FaZe or, you know, FaZe Seattle round two. I mean, FaZe New York round one is insanity. Uh, just uh, face has the number one seed, and you're hoping you're playing <laughs> not, a team red like, hot. Yeah, you're playing a red hot squad uh, in winners round one, which could be a good thing. We've seen teams who have been tested in winners round one go on and do really well, but you know, like Seattle, they, they went to a game five round eleven with New York and then won the event. So we've yeah. seen where if you're tested, could be a crazy one, but. Yeah, we're going to have a, a, a COD Champs episode before that event, so we'll dive deep into that, probably do predictions. Maybe we have, like, a player on from one of the other four teams eliminated. That could be good, maybe, like, an Austin or something. I'd be, I'd, be, I'd be really down for that, because we, we've been talking a lot about what we want to do in the offseason and stuff, and we're going to spit more, more ideas, probably tweet a bit about it, but we're thinking, I, I kind of like what I always wanted Hot Mike to be in a way, like, bring on a player, kind of just... Spend time with one player, me and Joe, just diving into career and COD and whatever's like a hot topic at the time. Um, so we got, we're going to kind of figure that out. It's going to shift, obviously, once we hit the offseason. And we'd love to, you know, just continue this relationship with uh, Ultra and build this podcast and keep doing it as long as we can because we're very attractive people. Um, and there's a lot of potential there. I like purple. I love purple, dude. These look good, right? They look good. All they right. Look, they look great. My head is massive though huh yeah and yeah. uh if the episode's a little little maybe shorter than the last one i mean we're always gonna yeah, aim. Right. i think we're gonna aim yeah we're gonna aim for like 90 minutes to two hours and i'll be honest i am sometimes we'll probably go over yeah yeah i am i am toast today it's been a long day uh, i still have a rehearsal for some stuff i gotta do tonight i am i'm tired man like i that was a fun show and we'll, a blast we'll chat do like with you, uh, but, oh, we'll do a like question or two a question or two yeah, 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 from the chat. We'll, do, we'll got, do a question uh, from the chat. We didn't have the Reddit thread up this time. We'll make sure to have it last time. So let's do a question or two. I'm looking at the chat. Um, yeah, you guys want to talk through and I, I guess I admire Joe's face. Well, well, I, here we I go, here, here we go. More. This guy is asking, how can FaZe be your team to win champs when they haven't won anything this year and apparently keep getting worse when teams are getting better? Um, I mean, I don't know. I'd argue they've gotten really much worse. I mean, second versus third isn't like a huge thing for me, but... They've still been the most consistent team on the year. I mean, that's why they're still my pick. They're they're the only team that I can look at, and I guess in my head, I'm like, I feel pretty confident they can make it run to the final, and then anything can happen in a final. I don't feel that way about anyone else. If there's not another team I look at, I'm like, I feel good about them getting to a final. That's the only right. team. It's as simple as that. The only one I can look at, I'm like, 
they can make a run there and we'll see what happens. Okay. And, and uh, I'm sure part of it's how much they've won over, over the past years too. Like it's, I know this year has been tough, but they've won a little bit. Uh, this one from Harmon. I like this. Um, or sorry, from Alex. Sorry. Um, Harmon, no, there has not. I uh, have not heard anything about expansion. So just say that because that's you. Yeah, I said your name. Uh, but Alex is asking, is NYSL slightly overrated? They avoided all top six seeds. And I'll answer well, that. the seeds for uh, this tournament me... made zero sense. So, uh, uh, but I, I will give you, you my answer or overall. Go ahead, go ahead. I don't know. Whatever. I'll, I'll just answer it. I would say no because they played thieves the way they did, and they beat thieves, and because thieves beat Phase, thieves beat Ultra, and it's not like they just beat those teams; they beat the shit out of them. So. I would probably say Thieves is the best team right now, and Ultra went toe to toe and also beat them in a best of five. You mean YSL? So, yeah, yeah. I I don't think NYSL is the number two team just based solely on that. I mean, I I guess I still have Face probably there right now. I'd probably go Thieves Face. Maybe just I put a little bit more stock in Thieves form just because how they just look good. And played together well. NYSL, I need to see a little more. It's almost like when maybe when like when Seattle won. I was like, I've got high hopes for Seattle, but we'll kind of see how it plays out. Um, yeah, it's overrated. It depends where you have them. I don't know. Do you think they're number two in the game right now? I don't think they're number two in the game right now. Personally, okay. And then we'll do one more. Uh, a lot of you guys are asking roster stuff. We'll probably use that off season. That'll be filled, filled with with roster mania. Uh, talking to players. Yeah. Uh, but this one from Drops. Do you think Berlin control will be the most important for teams to improve on because offense is easier compared to Tuscan slash Kavutu? Um, I'll give you my answer. You I think you will see. Yeah. I think you will see a lot more Kavutu's edge champs. Uh, there's a reason why. There's very Tuscan heavy teams like your optics and your phases. There's very Berlin heavy teams like your New Yorks and um, your Thieves. And I think you will see a little bit more Gavutu. This tends to happen with Vitos throughout the year. There's always sort of a trend. And then that trend goes the other way because they want to veto. I, I don't think Thieves is going to play Berlin as much, right? Like I just don't think that's going to happen. So I, I would honestly say, I, th I talked about it throughout this episode. The, the two maps I would look at for champs and having the biggest impact is going to be Gavutu and Bokash. You're saying we could take a nap during the map threes? There's a good chance. Okay. I mean, I love Berlin. It's probably my favorite to cast, but yeah. Could be. <laughs> Berlin's Could be. my favorite um, to cast. Uh, Tuscan's all right. Uh, Gavutu's. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks for the questions. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in, hanging out. We got home. Got right on the po podcast. Thanks for for watching live, if you're watching um, VOD or on a podcast, remember you can watch this or listen to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and we're live on Twitch. Yeah. Uh, we got right back. We got right to it, and it's been an interesting day for both of us. Uh, we love you all. We will see you next week as we continue on. This is the Toronto Ultras, Merkin Maven Podcast. Have a very sexy and delightful evening.